Under the helmet with Darcy Watergrave. Rally, thanks to Spark Sport. World Rally Championship lives here. I'm Darcy Watergrave, and our guest for this episode is eight times World Rally Champion, current holder of the title. His name is Sebastian Ogier, and he is one of the absolute legends of the sport. I'm so looking forward to my chat with Sebastian, which is right around the corner on the Under the Helmet Rally Podcast with Spark Sport. WRC Repco Rally New Zealand lives here. Darcy Waldergrave goes under the helmet thanks to Spark Sport. World Rally Championship lives here. A very good day to you, Sebastian Ogier. Welcome to the podcast. I trust you're well and you'll be very much looking forward to coming back to New Zealand again. Yeah, thank you. A very good day to you too. Uh, to be honest, I'm really looking forward to come back to New Zealand. The truth is I've been there only once in my career because unfortunately the last 12 years, uh, New Zealand was not in the calendar in the WSC and uh, and I've been missing it. So I have such a, a good memory from my uh, only start uh, in Auckland. And I, I remember these beautiful roads, beautiful flowing uh, uh, yeah, piece of road, which are so enjoyable to drive with a World Rally car. So, of course, when I heard it was uh, coming back in the championship, I uh, definitely... Uh, yeah, plan it in my uh, partial uh, championship. <laughs> so, do you have some bitter memories though of your time in New Zealand? Because you were ever so close to securing your first win over here, and things went a little awry on the last day. Do you still hold that with you, Sebastian? <laughs> well, I, to be honest, I think um, yeah, back then it was a bit bitter for sure, and it was hard to uh, to take. But luckily, uh, three weeks later, I got my first win uh, in in the WSC in Portugal, so I didn't have to wait so much longer. But the truth is now. Uh, preparing the event for this year, I was watching some of the onboard from the time, and especially this uh, famous uh, Wanga Coast stage, which we're gonna do uh, again this year. And uh, and uh, and yeah, I I I watched the 30 kilometers of uh, which was the last stage of the rally in in 2010, and uh, I've seen that I was I was really hot to be honest. It was a couple of moments during the stage, and I was. Uh, really uh, really on the limit and yeah unfortunately i i spawned like three corners uh, before the end and and that cost me uh, my first win but uh, yeah to look at that now and to look back it's, it's still a, a good memory and like i say i'm really looking forward to drive those roads again because they really look uh, beautiful yeah and i suppose it set you up for the nature of rally and the disappointment that it can embrace because it is such a brutal sport and such a fragile sport your victory can be taken away from you in an instant be it your fault or not so i suppose to prepare you mentally for the rest of your career to know that it can be a harsh mistress it was probably quite handy that ill-fated fungar coast stage yeah for sure uh motorsport is brutal and uh, there is many examples in this sport who show you that uh, it's never over until it's over so for sure uh, until you have crossed the finish line anything can happen and yeah, uh, that was some somehow a lesson back then also. Uh, but of course, you know, like I say, I was young. I was I was pushing and and probably uh, you know not knowing exactly yet uh, how to manage perfectly those kind of uh, situation and and when you need to push and when not. And uh, and yeah, it was uh, it was a good learning. And um, and yeah, now for sure the plan is. Uh, 
is try to be competitive this year again, even if, uh, you know, now I've been three months out of the championship. So the challenge will be to find my rhythm as, as soon as possible. Uh, on the start of the rally, but um, yeah, the plan is to try to uh, to fight for the win again. Take take us back into the the, the distant past, Sebastian Ogier, around how you actually got into the sport in the first place. Was, was it a family connection, a fascination as a young man? Why are you a rally driver? Uh, actually, uh, it was a fascination for sure. Uh, there was not so much connection into the family. Uh, my dad was following Formula One and was a big fan of Ayrton Senna. And, uh, and I was watching naturally with him uh, the Grand Prix and was watching it on TV. But I come from a pretty I would say, modest family where we didn't add the, uh, the financial to, to go to motorsports. So it took a while for me uh, before I uh, get the chance to, to get started. And I first studied uh, um, motorsport and study, um, yeah, mechanic basically, and uh, and then from from that point, I learned that in France there was this uh, selection organized by the federation to detect young drivers. The name is Rally Jeunes, like like a young uh, young rally, and uh, and yeah, that's where I, I finally get my ticket to enter uh, my dream world. But for sure, coming back, coming from from Gap, uh, which was always. The region where uh, a lot of stages from Rally Monte Carlo happen. I also very early on dreamed about about doing that one day. But but to be honest, as a as a kid, it was more dream than than anything. I was really thinking, okay, it's it looks wonderful, but I probably will never have the chance to do that. But uh, yeah, then somehow uh, I always dreamed big, and then always. Uh, Anytime I got an opportunity, really fight 100% for it. And uh, it shows that uh, nothing is impossible in life as long as you uh, give everything uh, you have for it. You've absolutely dominated the world championships since 2013. You've won eight championships. What do you put that down to? How did you get such a, a grip, a, a throttle on what is a very, very difficult sport? Who do, who do you credit besides your own skill? Obviously, Sebastian. Well, it's a lot of parameter play coming into play for sure because it's definitely a, a team sport first of all. So you need to have the right people around you during all those years. Uh, for sure, uh, I'm I must mention Julian, uh, my co-drivers, which was on my side during my whole career and and was doing brilliantly and managed to. You know, we started together and from from ground, and we 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 uh, we climbed all all the ladder together. And and I think he was, uh, yeah, he was definitely, uh, uh, I mean, the the best co-driver I could have on my side for sure. The teams I I, I raced with were also very good. Uh, obviously, Volkswagen very very dominant at that time, and then uh, and then uh, this nice uh, uh, two years with M Sport, which were also successful. And, and now finally with Toyota. So it was a very rich uh, career. But I think uh, one of the reasons as well is that even when the success were coming to me, I, I, kept, um, I kept questioning myself all the time. And, oh, can I be better? What can I still improve? And even after uh, a weekend of victory, I, I cannot say that I was always like uh, satisfied. I, I still looked into uh, uh, you know some some critique of myself and try try to improve and I think that's the best way to go forward because uh, uh, if you think that you arrived and that uh, 
that you can't uh, can't be better. I think at some points then you start to go backwards. So yeah, maybe another another reason of uh, of uh, the, those years of success. Sebastian Ozier joins us. Uh, Toyota Gazoo Racing World Rally Team. Why the drive to carry on in 2022? You've got the championship. You've come back in a, in a part-time role. I believe that's to spend more time with family. And as you said, you've had a big break now, although you are competing in the last three rallies of the year. What internally gets you up in the morning to actually still do this, even though it's not 100% of your time? Talk to us about that. I think it's just the adrenaline and the passion of driving this uh, these wonderful cars. And I think uh, I still love this job for sure. After yeah, more or less 15 years of career, uh, yeah, I took this decision to uh, to step back from from the full full campaign because uh, I definitely wanted to uh, spend a bit more time with the family at home and then especially with my my son, which is uh, which is six years old now, uh, because I know that these times and these years with them, seeing them growing up, uh, are never coming back if you miss them. So that was uh, uh, that was important for me. But in the same time, I think, uh, yeah, I'm glad that I can still compete some some event during the season. And uh, I think it's a win-win situation for Toyota Racing and myself where they can still benefit from my experience and I can try to uh, score good points for the manufacturer for them. And uh, and in the same time for me, yeah, that that I still keep a foot in uh, in the sport that I love, and I still have some uh, um, yeah some date schedule in my in my calendar where where I can look forward to uh, to go racing. What about the the future of rally, i.e. the drivers and where the sport is going itself? I suppose uh, your teammate Kale Ravenpeter, talk to us about him and what makes him so special. He didn't have a good time in Greece, but it's looking like he's going to tie the championship up over here. Well, Kale uh, is a very young man and obviously super talented. Uh, I think there was there's no one like him which started so early driving rally cars and walked for for actually quite a lot of years already on it and uh, and yeah he's shown straight away three years ago when he entered the, the top category that he had the potential he had the speed and uh, even if he's very young he's uh, already pretty mature uh, so um, yeah he's yeah he have been excellent uh, this season okay the last two rally has been a bit more difficult but that's sometimes part of the game and uh, he has such a comfortable lead that, uh, yeah, for him, uh, I mean, it's it, it it he has very very good chance now to uh, to become world champion uh, and and even with the first real chance in New Zealand. So, uh, yeah, like I say, he, he definitely uh, deserve it, and uh, yeah, with this, uh, he have a bright future in front of him, and uh, and yeah, if he really want to, uh, with becoming already world champion at twenty two. Uh, he can uh, he, he can definitely break a lot of record if he really wants to. What did the direction the sport's going in? Are you satisfied with the, the, the new cars, the way they perform, the way they operate? Do you see it going down a, a full electric route um, as Hayden Padden's playing with at the moment, maybe hydrogen-powered? What What's the future look like, do you believe, for rallying over, over the world? I, I definitely think that rally must uh, embrace the new technology that's very important and I think a small step was done last year, or actually this year, going in into the hybrid uh, car. Full electric for me looks um, a little bit difficult for rallying. I'm not sure it's fitting really the format of, of rallying. And, and personally also, I mean, I have nothing against the electric technology. I think it's part of the solution for 
having a, a greener uh, car industry. But uh, I, I also don't agree that, uh, I mean, I don't feel that a full electric uh, uh, park uh, is, is, is working. So I think uh, it's... Um, it can be part of the solution. Maybe it fits for rally cross or category like this better. Uh, and and about rally, I think hybrid is a good compromise. But I, I of course also hope that uh, the technology will go further uh, with us because at the moment, uh, I mean, the reality is that uh, our battery are still pretty small and don't have so much uh, autonomy. So I think, uh, yeah, the motorsport always been a platform to try to develop and push the the technology further. So I hope that rally will also be part of that again. You've been here once before, Sebastian. Um, Thierry Nouvelle is also rallied here, as well as Earth Tunnock. Who do you think's got the better advantage leading into this out of those three names? To be honest, I don't think our experience from uh, 10 or 12 years ago will really be a big help. I think it's more general experience from the sport, which is uh, uh, coming into play here. And uh, and in this way, I think we are all pretty equal and uh, like I say, personally, um, I, uh, I, I really hope that uh, I'll be able to find my rhythm again uh, very quickly uh, after three months uh, not competing. Uh, but uh, honestly, we all have our chance. Uh, we have, we'll have to see the road condition. Of course, we all know that on gravel, it can play a big role. So uh, I know that in this time of the year, uh, there's still a good chance for some humidity or, or rain con- rainy condition which which means we don't know yet if there will really be a, a sweeping effect on the road or not uh, but uh, yeah if it's a bit drier uh, in this case for sure starting uh, further back for me could be uh, could be an help and could be an advantage but yeah we'll have to find out uh, next week <laughs> yep someone else can sweep the road for you and then you can go absolutely nuts around the Funga coast you've come over here to win i'm presuming and 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 that's what your target is that would be a success because what you picked up one podium so far this year that was at Monte Carlo which you've been referencing before a second to another great sebastian of the lobe variety so i suppose you'd like to get out of 2022 at least one rally victory is new zealand it that would be uh, fantastic for sure. I always start rally to win it. Uh, that's always my target. I think this year uh, the, the three rally I started have uh, been competitive, a little bit unlucky with a lot of puncture. And uh, yeah, puncture cost me the win in Monte Carlo. Uh, I was in the lead in Kenya and uh, had a puncture again. So I, I I think on the smooth surface like uh, New Zealand, I hope uh, I hope I won't be annoyed by uh, by all those issues with punctures and uh, and can just focus on the driving. But uh, yeah, my plan is being competitive. And and, uh, and if I can secure a win in New Zealand, uh, yeah, for sure, I'll do everything for it. We'll be there en masse cheering you on after last time and so close to this, but so far away. And it's um, a real pleasure. Sebastian Ogier, thank you very much for joining us here on the podcast. The pleasure was ours. My pleasure. The Under the Helmet Rally Podcast. The greatest names in WRC past and present with Spark Sport. WRC Repco Rally New Zealand lives here. Sebastian Ogier, what a driver and what a wonderful man. We are so lucky to have him powering his ride through the forests of New Zealand in the upcoming rally. Under the Helmet Rally Podcast with Spark Sport. WRC Repco Rally New Zealand lives here.